whatever you do, young man, never let them sway you from the path. Remember to always, always watch out for Jose. Back at it one more time. Much love to all the people out there, wherever you at across the globe. You could have been anywhere else, but you're here with me, and I appreciate you for it. All the beautiful people in Russia, all the lovely people out there in the beautiful Ireland, back home to the States, here in beloved Windy Brooklyn. So today, jealousy. We like to call it Jose. Jealous one still envy. In the hood, jealousy comes in many forms. You have your, oh, you think you too good, you too Hollywood. So you get that treatment. Then you'll get the, I don't like them because I heard such and such. There's many very various forms of jealousy, but there's ones in particular in the hood that as a youngster growing up, you'll face. If you a kid that ain't really grew up in the hood and you around people from the hood, you'll notice that the hood gonna treat you different. Because you ain't suffer the struggles that the kids in the hood struggle from. Meaning, when Christmas came, you got all the gifts. You got all the things you wanted. You ain't never have to worry about starving and, and not being able to eat food in, the, in your crib when money was low. Because money ain't go low in your household. You got all the designer clothes. You got all the brand name stuff, all the nice sneakers. In the hood, you know, not every kid faced that. You got both parents. You know, you got light eyes, you got light skin, you got long hair, you know. You're good at something. Whatever it was, somebody was going to be jealous. And if you was a kid who was affluent, you grew up in a different neighborhood, and you didn't grow up in the hood, they're going to look at you sideways. Case in point, let's say you're jazz, and you're around somebody who's like Carlton from The Fresh Prince. Now, if that Carlton comes to the hood, everybody else is like jazz, it's a culture shock for that Carlton. He ain't never experienced that before. He ain't never seen that before. He don't know what poverty is. He don't know what envy and jealousy is, neither. Why they gonna sit there and call him slick little nicknames like money bags and rich boy and Snyder remarks like, Rich boy ain't got to go through that. His family ain't broke. He ain't starving. They ain't never broke. They ain't never got no money. They ain't never without money. He can get anything he want. I bet you Christmas was nice in your house. Yada, yada, yada. Birthdays is always good in your house, huh? These are the things that people will say when you a person that got a little bit of money and you in the hood, that's what you'd hear. 
in movies growing up during the 90s, especially in black culture, it was always the troop of guy in the hood, works his ass off, succeeds, gets it, gets ahead in life, moves out the hood, becomes a success, comes back and visits friends. Friends treat him icy and funny, saying, you forgot where you came from. Oh, you sold out. You was a sucker. You ain't about the struggle. You ain't about the people no more. Basically trying to say you ain't black enough because you went on about your business and got your shit together and moved on up and out. <coughs> so then in, the, in, that, in those movies like that, that dude had to go through struggles, went through some type of issue, goes through a triumph where he all of a sudden recognizes who he is, forgets about everything he worked hard to get, throws it all away so he can go back to the hood and make everybody happy around him. Instead of everybody being happy for his ass because he bust his ass to get up out the hood that he ain't ducking bullets and crackheads no more. He ain't got to worry about somebody doing a home invasion. Depending on where you live, these are shit, this is shit that happens. Some places, home invasions is a regular thing. In some hoods, bullets are the only thing that fly, not heroes with capes on. That's real shit. People get attacked all the time. Stick-ups and robberies at train stations or, or back blocks, dark corners. This is real shit that happens in hoods. You try to fight your way to get out of that. But in the movies, the dude who fought his way to get out of that is not happy living on the other side of it and does everything he can to move back to that shit. That's ass backwards hustling, fam. So you got that type of jealousy. <clears throat> I'll never forget hearing about one of the wildest stories of jealousy I think I've ever heard. A brother killed his own brother because he wouldn't let him borrow a shirt because the brother wanted to wear it. The other brother wanted to wear it because he wanted to go impress girls with his brother's item on. His brother said, no, I'm wearing it today. So he shot and killed him over a shirt. I ain't gonna say their names. It's a Coney Island thing. But that's one of the wildest stories ever. Another sad case of jealousy. My man, Black Rob. Real cool dude, good at sports, chill personality. Just, just a cool cat you want to be around. Somebody called him down to the lobby of his own building. And when he stepped out the elevator, they shot him up a bunch of times. For no reason except for jealousy. They were jealous because he was on his way out the hood. There's other stories that I can tell. There's one in particular, but I, will, I don't want to bring that one up because it's very hard 
to talk about. It involves, you know, Coney Island's heartbreaking. I wear that person's name tattooed on my body as a tribute to that man's family. And my man snubs. So I won't mention that one, but that's the worst one because it's shattered Coney Island. But it's rough, man. I'll never forget the first time I had bought something that nobody else in the hood had. And I remember the stares that I got from people, people looking at me sideways. The motherfuckers was hating. It was pure hate. Just people looking at me, icy stares. Like, why you got that? How you get that? You shouldn't have that. I should have it. That's the mentality. That's the looks and the stares that I got. It was sneakers, dog. Had on a pair of Penny Hardaways. It's just that that color hadn't come out yet. We seen Penny debut them in a game. I seen the store where the dude was selling them at. I I had gotten them, and I put them on my feet, cause I love Penny Hardaway, and I'm walking. Mind you, I'm still I'm a little homie. People looking crazy at me, like I was a piece of bread, like they were ready to eat. Like someone would have tried to rob me in my own hood for these sneakers that wasn't out yet. That's the wickedness of the hood, the jealousy. Had a friend. My man Noel got a job, started working, started getting fly, getting all the clothes he wanted to get, his sneakers and Tim's, all of that. Every people that was friends with him switched up on him and said he was different, he wasn't the same, that's not our homie no more. He don't got time for us. Blah, 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 blah. It was, it was wild. The switch up. Because a year earlier, y'all was always at that man's house. That man's family worked hard. And he, they had a little bit of money. Y'all never, y'all never said nothing sideways to him. But once he started working and getting his own and wasn't around, now everybody had a problem. That's how wicked things be moving. You know, it's one of those wicked stories that you hear all the time. You know, somebody do do good. Next thing you know, something happened to them or somebody tried to do something to them out of pure hate and jealousy. You know, you get rumors spread about, girls will spread rumors about one another in the hood because they don't like that this girl look a certain way or certain guys like that girl and they bypassed you so you want to lie about said girl you got people that won't like each other for their light skin and dark skin light eyes and, and regular color eyes it's wicked my man on my block when i was growing up my man eric torres he's puerto rican and dutch 
You would have never knew that. He's pale skin. His mom is pale skin and has blue eyes. Phoebe Karen. Beautiful, beautiful blue eyes. Eric, the same thing. Angie, his sisters, wind up with brown eyes. But either way, they were Puerto Rican and Dutch. But then people would look at them sideways because of the fact that they were so light-skinned and people saw they were white. It was bogus. I was treated, you know, away, you know, because of my ethnicities and my skin shade. It was bogus. We had a friend whose family had money and moved into the projects. And their family had money. And they were related to a celebrity through marriage. People started treating them sideways because of that. It is just so wicked, the way that people be moving and the way things started moving. When we started getting of age and working and getting our own, you know, people would look at you sideways or whatever, like if they want to try to do something to you. I remember feeling the stairs because I had on a new pair of Air Jordans and people looking at me. It was just the, the movements, man, it was never pure. It was never pure. You could never really trust it, man. Jose was always out to get you. Jose, jealous one, still envy. That's the acronym. It was wild, man. If you did something great and was getting on, on your way out the hood, people would turn their back on you and start popping shit about you. Some people would try to fight you. So there was people who would actively try to impede your progress, to keep you stuck where you at, instead of progressing and moving on. That's how toxic it will be. That shit's not good for nobody. It's not doing nothing. You helping the people who want to destroy the hood. You helping them achieve it when you do things like that. When you sit there and say, oh, you too bougie, you too Hollywood, you think you too good, that's why you moving out the hood, that's why you trying to get out. You think you better than me because you going to college, because you got a job. Like, these are the things that be told to you, bro. That shit's wicked. I made it to school by the grace of God. I made it in athletics through the grace of God. I was so good at athletics that I obtained a full academic and athletic scholarship to St. John's University. I had my pick of colleges because I was gifted in multitude of sports, but I wanted to stick to New York because I fell in love with St. John's University watching college basketball with my dad 
on Sundays. And we used to watch a lot of St. John's. They used to come on CBS, which is a local channel here in NYC, Channel 2. So we would watch that, and that was, you know, Saturday and Sunday sometimes, depending. It was rare Sunday, but mostly Saturday, college basketball, you know, St. John's in the Big East. And I wanted to play in the Big East tournament. So it was a big deal for me. And people in the hood, you know, you had your section of the other people in the hood that was like, you know, oh, fuck that nigga. He ain't shit. That nigga gonna fail. I hope he don't make it. These are the things that people were saying. Not happy for my success, but actively rooting for my downfall. Like, you know how ugly of a motherfucker that you gotta be inside your heart? You gotta be rotting that shit to your core, to your soul, to your essence to actively root for someone to fail who you don't know. That's what time people was on. This is the time that people was on. People was hating my man Noel for him getting money and working hard to obtain his because he wanted to go to school and work. When he was in high school, he started working. I was working summer youth jobs, you know, cleaning up the neighborhood because in New York we have summer youth programs. You can work during the summertime, work from like July to August. You know, get your little paychecks. Be able to buy the stuff you want to get for yourself and have your little money to run around during the summer with. That's really what it was. And people mad at that because you're not around during the, during times of the day or whatever because you got to work. You're trying to get this money. Your household might need you to work to help out. It'll take pressure off your moms if you can't really get school stuff. When you get closer to back to school, go school shopping, you put money away. Because you know that that last summer paycheck, they usually hit you with a lot of money on it. And for a kid in the projects, working summer youth, a lot of money on a paycheck is like four or $500. Because sometimes you wasn't seeing that. You ain't seeing that on a regular basis. You know, you have people actively hating against that and wanting you to fail. You have jealousy of skin colors. You have hatred of some skin colors as well too. Colorism within the community. Light-skinned people sometimes don't want to associate with dark-skinned people. Light-skinned people telling jokes about dark-skinned people. Dark-skinned people making fun of light-skinned people. That, this is what was going on, man. Everyday occurrences like this. Arguments. Disagreements. Belittling each other. Certain sects of Spanish people hating each other. Jealous of one another. Different, Spanish, Latin, different types of Latin people. It, it, it's just, it was a, a melting pot of like jealousy and hatred. A lot. 
and you're a young boy, a young girl trying to figure out and navigate through. You're a young girl, you got long hair. You got girls mad at you because you got long, natural hair. I have an older sister. My sister was hated because my sister was naturally pretty. Coco brown skin, almond-shaped eyes, long, natural hair past her shoulders. That was my sister growing up. My sister looked like the R&B singer Brandy, the TV show Moesha. They used to call my sister Moesha because she looked just like her. And people were mad, girls were jealous of my sister because her natural beauty, her natural long hair. It wasn't a weave, extensions, or anything. And people were actively hating against it and mad and would try to talk shit about her behind her back. People that are supposed to be her friends. You know, you had, you had a lot of foul moves, man. People sleeping with each other's girlfriends behind their backs out of jealousy. People actively trying to break up relationships, break up happy homes. Like, it's a trip. It's just wild, some of the stuff that was going on. And you just wonder about where did all this jealousy and self-hatred come from? And then you realize that this has been ingrained in the DNA of the hood for generations. And it's hard to crack, it's hard to break that cycle. And every day, it just gets worse. And it just leaves me, once again, with more questions than answers, staring out of my project window, hoping that the jealousy will end.